Matthew chapter 2, I'd like to begin reading in verse 7. The Bible said, Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them that the time the star appeared, and he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. And when they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I want to preach and teach this morning for a little while on the gift of Christmas. The gift of Christmas. Oh, this is probably one of my favorite times of the year, and it's not just because of the gifts, it's not because of all those things, but I just enjoy the family get-togethers, I enjoy being together with friends, and I enjoy just having fellowship with one another, and it seems like Christmas is the time of year that even though our schedules are hectic and there's multiple things we've got to do and multiple places to be, we always seem to make time to schedule in those times to be with friends, be with family, and even though it's difficult, we make it work. And it's such a joy for me to be able to spend time with friends and family. But as the Christmas season draws nearer, we plan our gift list. We all have that list. Some longer than others, some shorter than others, some specific items. We start thinking about what we're going to give our loved ones. Our wives, our husbands, our parents, our grandparents our children, our grandchildren. We make out our list of friends that will get a gift and then those that we're going to send a card to. Too often we get so involved with all of the list and all of the things and all of the activities of Christmas, many times we let it slip our mind about really what Christmas is all about, which is the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I believe that Jesus should be the number one on our gift list. I think that our gift to Christ should be the most beautiful, the most personal gift on the list. It should be the most special. But what could we give to the Lord? What could we give to Jesus? Well, I thought I'd just take a few minutes and I'd begin to look through the Scripture. And when you look through the Bible, you'll find that there's been some really great Christmas gifts that's been given. We find, first of all, that God's Christmas gift was the greatest gift that was ever given to mankind. For John 3 and 16 said, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. It was a gift inspired and motiva motivated by the most divine love ever known to mankind. There was no love any greater than the love of the Father. 
It was a universal gift given regardless of what color you are or where you come from or how old you are or whether you're a male or a female or no matter where you fall in the social status. It doesn't matter. It was given to every person that was willing to believe and trust in the Lord. Galatians 3 and 28 said, There's neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither slave nor free, neither is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ. He died and was born and died for all of us that we could all have hope of eternal life. It was a very costly gift. It meant humiliation and suffering and shame and death upon an old rugged cross. For Paul wrote in Galatians 3 and 13, he said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it's written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. The Christ Christmas gift was a sacrificial gift as he offered himself. He said, I'll take the place. I'll, I'll go. I'll do it. I'll become the spotless lamb. Matthew 20 and 28 said, Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give His life a ransom for many. As we continue to look through the Scripture, we could find many others that offered their, their gifts to Christmas. We can look and we can see that the angels offered their gift in an announcement and a song. When you look in Luke chapter 2 and verse 10 and 11, it said, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. The angels gave the best news ever told, but they also brought their song of praise and their song of worship. They come in celebration of what had taken place. They come in celebration that the Savior had been born. In Luke chapter 2, verse 13 and 14, it said, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace and goodwill toward men. Can you imagine the look upon the shepherd's face when they saw this out in the field and the angel appears to them and says, Don't be afraid. I bring good news, good tidings. There's something wonderful that's happened. And when he gets through declaring the news, angelic beings appear throughout the sky and they're singing the praises and the glory of the Savior, of him being born. What a magnificent sight. What a special time. We looked on a little further and we found that Joseph and Mary added their gift to Christmas. Mary offered her gift in that she was willing to submit to the will of God for her life. Luke 1 and 38 said, Mary said, Behold the handmaiden of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her through a divine miracle. Mary became the mother of the Son of God. She became the mother of the Savior that would be born into this earth, that would deliver us. I wonder if Mary ever thought about what her baby boy would do. If she ever thought about what he was going to take place in his life. 
I wonder if she ever thought about that there would be a day he would walk on water. He would calm the storms with his hand. He would give sight to the blind man. He would save our sons and our daughters. I wonder if she ever thought that her baby boy has come to make you new. The child that you delivered will soon deliver you. I wonder if it ever run through her mind when she had him cradled in her arms what he was going to accomplish for mankind, what he was going to accomplish for every man, woman, boy, and girl that would ever be born upon this earth. I wonder if Mary ever thought about the blind would see, the deaf would hear, the dead would be raised again, the the lame will leap, the dumb will speak the praises of the Lamb. I wonder if Mary ever really thought about what her baby boy was going to do if she ever really contemplated what he was going to the sacrifice that he was going to make and the difference that he was going to make in the lives of all humanity we look and we find that Joseph offered his gift in that he was willing to obey the instructions the angel of the Lord gave him concerning Mary In Matthew chapter 1 verse 20 and verse 24 it said, But while he thought about these things, behold an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had told him, and he took unto him his wife. He gave his love, his care, his protection to his family all the days of his life. He offered his gift of obedience. We find that the shepherds of Bethlehem offered their gift to Christmas. They gave gifts of loving faith and obedience as they believed the words of the angels in Luke 2 and 11 when it said, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord. The Bible said they went immediately with eagerness and expectation to Bethlehem where they found Jesus and gave their hearts to Him. Not only did they give their heart but they also gave the gifts of testimony and praise and glory to God. When you look in Luke 2 and 17, it said, When they saw it, they made known the saying which had been told to them concerning this child. They didn't just hold it in. They didn't just observe him. They didn't just come and look and say, Oh, what a precious baby. But they went out and they began to declare the goodness that they had observed, the things that had taken place, and the things that they had been shown. In Luke 2 and 20, it said, And the shepherd returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. And then we find the wise men from the east offered their gift. For they were guided by the miraculous star that led them to the manger where they found Mary, Joseph, and the Christ child. Matthew 2 and 11 said, And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and they worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. 
They offered the gifts of worship as they fell down before him and worshipped him in faith, in obedience and in love and acceptance of knowing that he is the Savior of the world. They offered the gift of gold, which was a gift for a king, which was fitting since he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. They offered the gift of frankincense, which was for the worship and fitting for a high priest. They gave him the scented perfume of of frankincense. They offered the gift of myrrh, which was for his burial. But what could we give Jesus this morning? What gift could we give the Lord? We must give ourselves as the first gift. If you want to give God something, if you want to give Christ something, the thing we need to give Him most is our heart. The thing we need to give Him most is our heart. We need to give that to Him. We must give our hearts in faith and love and eternal gratitude. We must bow before Christ in humble obedience and sincere love and trust. And He is the Savior of the world. He's our Savior. He's our Lord. Where would we be without Him? We must bring a spirit of joyful praise and thanksgiving and worship. Then we enter in, when we enter into the house, I know times, there's times that, special, especially in busyness and, and, and many things that's on the schedule and many things to do. And I know this morning was a sacrifice for many of you to come and be a part of this service. And there's still many things you got ahead of you the rest of the day. And I know it's going to be a run and I know it's going to be busy. But I'm so grateful and so thankful that you come this morning to be here and be a part of this service that we could have one more time before Christmas uh, that we could worship together we could lift up the Lord we could celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ we also bring our physical and material gifts these gifts include our time our talents our finances which with these things with these gifts helps us to be able to fulfill the calling of God it helps us spread Christ saving gospel to all the ends of the world It helps us to let us know, to let the world know that it's not just a religious thing. It's not just a thing that we come together to do on Sunday morning. But this is real celebration about a real God that gave a real son that came and and was born into this earth. And then eventually went to the cross where he gave his life that every one of us would have hope of eternal life. What a great gift. What a great gift. This morning as we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, keep it in our heart and keep it in our mind. The only reason we have such a splendid time at Christmas is because of who we're celebrating. It's all about Him. Where would we be without the Lord? We wouldn't have half of what we have. We wouldn't be who we are. We wouldn't be able to enjoy the blessings and the peace that we have in our heart and in our spirit. I'm so thankful this morning to be a Christian. To be able to say that I have Jesus living in my heart. And this morning, if that's kind of drawn cold, if that's kind of got pushed to the back of the list, 
if that's kind of got put down on the lower part of the priorities, I encourage you, let today be a day that it makes its way up to the top of the list that Christ would receive your heart. I love the Lord this morning. I love you. And I'm so thankful that you come to be in service this morning. I want to ask you if you would to just stand with us. What do you need to give to the Lord this morning? We're constantly giving Him our wants and our need list. We're constantly giving Him the list of things that we need Him to fix in our life. We're continually giving Him the things that we need Him to work out. But this morning, before we offer any of those lists, have you let Him have your heart? Is he living inside you? Is he a reality for you? So I can look around and I can see people here that I know you were raised by great parents. I know that you were raised in church. I know that you were uh, brought up the right way. I know that you've been taught the word. I know you've heard sermons. You've heard songs. You've been part of Christmas plays. You've been part of uh, Easter productions. You've been part of church a lot of part of your life. But even somebody that's been in church all your life can lose out with God if you let your priorities get in the wrong place. You see, being in a church doesn't make you a Christian. You don't walk into a garage and turn into a car. You don't walk into a church and turn into a Christian. You become a Christian when you open your heart and say, Lord... I'm not perfect. I've made my mistakes. I know I ought to be here more often. I know I don't read my Bible the way I need to. Lord, I probably hadn't prayed as much as I should have this week. But Lord, I want you to be the Lord of my heart. I want you to be the Lord of my life. And I want to know that if today was the day that you return to take the church home, that I would be ready and prepared to go in the rapture. That's how important you give in the Lord your heart this morning. The greatest thing that could ever happen in my life is to know the day the rapture takes place I don't know if I'll be able to or not, but I imagine in my mind if I could look around and I could see all of my church folks going to heaven with me. What a joy to look around and see friends and see people that I've seen grow up from kids to adults. I've seen how babies and dedicated their babies. I look around and there's people here that I perform wedding ceremonies for. I've dedicated your kids. I've cried with you. I've loved you. Don't let anything stand in your way of finishing the race 
there's nothing worth losing out your relationship with God for. There's nothing else in this world, money, popularity, fame, possessions, things, there's nothing that can fill that spot in your heart where the Lord's supposed to be but God. And so this morning, I ask you to give your heart to the Lord with me this morning. Rededicate yourself. Declare today that from this day forward, it's going to be a new time in God. Because you want to be pleasing to the Lord. You want to be ready to go in the rapture. And you want the Lord's blessings to be on your life. I want you to pray with me this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for your word. We thank you for all of these that have come out today to worship you and to help us celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for your presence and your power and your anointing that we have already felt in this service. Thank you for all of our folks that have come out today to worship you. And Lord, as we open our hearts and minds together, Lord, we pray that you would touch our hearts again. We pray that you would forgive us for our failures, our shortcomings, the things we haven't done. God, you would cover it with your blood, and Lord, that you would come into our heart as our Lord and Savior. We pray as we're coming to the closing of this year and about to start a new year, God, that you would help us to start out the new year with a fresh vision, with a fresh heart, with a sincere heart that's led by your Spirit that you can lead and guide and direct our steps and our families. God, we pray that you will touch us today as we rededicate our heart to you as our gift on your birthday. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We magnify you. And we thank you for saving our souls as we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen.